Welcome to the Real-Time Storytime by Robert R. Ricks. We will get this thing started pretty soon. What I need for you guys right now is just to hold tight. We need to allow people to show up because this show is nothing without the viewers. You see, I require keywords or phrases that you will give me and I will craft a story based off these keywords. I have about two and a half minutes to create the story. And then after I create the story, I have to see if I got all of the keywords in, at least 10 of them. We try to have at least 10 to 14 keywords, and I attempt to get all of them in, but if I can get at least 10, it's a good day. Now, I know you guys are going to have some really crazy ones. Now, I do need to warn any new viewers. The existing crew that comes here on a regular basis are filthy, nasty motherfuckers with foul language. Language is going to be a problem. You might want to check out now because these stories, nine times out of ten, are extremely vulgar, sometimes violent, oftentimes very weird, and sometimes funny. Alright, we'll get this thing started pretty soon. What's up, YouTube? It's your boy, Robert R. Ricks, and this is the Real-Time Storytime, December 15, 2019. For you folks on the podcast, this is a show we do every Sunday live on Facebook. As long as Facebook doesn't boot us off the channel, that's where you will find us, me specifically, sitting here with my merry band of crazy motherfuckers that like to give me some really fun words to create and craft stories out of um we do this and basically you guys are catching it on the flip side but like i said every sunday seven o'clock mountain standard time for the most part we're almost done with uh 
Wow, I guess this would be season one of the real time story time, but we'll be going on to season three of the Robert R. Ricks uh, show, actually. But this is uh, something that's kind of uh, taken over the channel. And so now this is what we do mostly here, but uh, we have a lot of fun with it. And so let's just do a roll call real quick. We'll say what's up to the Bronx Jackalope. Howdy, howdy, howdy. What is the word? Stock and wolf. Custom knives. What's crack a lacking with the man? We got the Garen Crocogator. Crocogator. We got Paula Elfalope. And then we got the lovely Liverlope. So that's who's rocking and rolling right now. I fully expect to see a drive-by come through here real quick with Backwoods. As he just flies through and drops off a word and takes off real quick. And we'll see if uh, some other folks pop on. But, um, so what happens is, um, you guys will hear a sound. People watching the show will see some words flash on the screen. Let them know it's time for them to submit their words or keyframes to me. At that point, I take those words... Uh, I document them inside of this little bookie right here. So I keep track of all the different stories. And, uh, you know, we've done quite a few already. Uh, we're probably going to be doing a whole lot more after everything is said and done. And so, you know what? We'll just go ahead and get it started. Uh, we got six. So you guys might have to throw two keywords in. Uh, let's just see what happens. Um, let's do give me some keywords and drop them. Please submit your words now and then we'll go ahead and have some lovely and oh so creepy background music to kind of help break it apart so it's not so silent and monotonous you know what i'm saying so again we are on december 15th 12 15 19 right now the number of viewers is six and um oh my god midget vampire hunter huh okay so we got pokemon pokemon gotta catch them all midget vampire hunter uh we've got rainbow flamingos Silver Bullet. Blonde Affliction. Blonde. Yeah, Blonde Affliction. Holy Parachute. Parachute, Longhorn, so yeah, if you guys, uh, let's see, Lear through to Bronx, if you got another one, throw it in there, uh, Swollen Lesions, Swollen lesions. Ah, uh, holy, like there's holes inside of the parachute. Got it. Holy parachute. Holy. 
Is holily a word? Like, is it a brand of parachute? Or are you trying to say, like, holes in the parachute? Like, holy, holy parachute. Uh, it's going to give me just two more. So, if uh, Stocking could throw another one, Bronx, if you got another one, that would just be swell. Or, let's see, Deathwish Coffee. That's fine. Deathwish Coffee. Deathwish Coffee. And we'll just ah, there we go. Bloody cross, awesome, awesome. We might actually be able to make just a standard, uh, a standard story here. Okay, so holy, like a like a holy uh, parachute, like a parachute that has holes in it. Holy parachute, holy parachute. Got it. All right, so we got Pokemon, Midget Vampire Hunter, Rainbow Flamingos, Silver Bullet, Blonde Affliction. Uh, Holy Parachute, Longhorn, um, Swollen Lesions, Death Wish Coffee, and Bloody Cross. Okay. All right. So now we got that all worked out. I have to figure out what I'm going to do. I have a general idea uh, what I'm going to do here. So let's go ahead and start with some music while I think. Just needed a Dave and Busters. Dave and Busters. Okay. All right. I got it. 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 Um, 
so you guys can see. Yeah, not so crazy this week. This one allows me, when you guys do stuff like that, allows me to actually jot some notes. And we'll see if you guys see what this is a continuation from. So this is going to be a continuation from um, one of our other stories we've done in the past. Put that down there. Take a swig, you swig, swig. <laughs> Don't have a one-track mind. Okay. All right. Just so everybody knows again. Let's go ahead and come back into here. Turn that off. Whenever a keyword is actually used, I'll try to remember to do this. You folks listening to the podcast, you're not going to be able to see that. You just have to remember these keywords. Pokemon, Midget Vampire Hunter, Rainbow Flamingos, Silver Bullet, Blonde Affliction, Holy Parachute, Longhorn, Swollen Lesions, Death Wish Coffee, and Bloody Cross. Okay? And here we go! When the call came in, we were both shocked. Did I just hear that correctly? Yeah, boss, you did. Fuck. Well, step on it. We gotta get over there, like, right now. Squad car exploded. We were moving faster than I thought a car possibly could. It was very rare for violent crime to happen in our area. And to hear the call come in that there were multiple down inside of a local Dave and Buster's, well, you could imagine the fear that went across both of our faces and our hearts were pounding. That kind of stuff didn't happen around here. It was quiet. Always quiet. Hell, the worst things we ever had to really deal with was a few cars being broken into, maybe some slight drug problems, but never murder. Never anything like that. We rolled up to the Dave and Busters and the parking lot was full of red and blue. Spinning, strobing. Looked like the whole damn department was here. Obviously, we weren't the only ones that felt this was a big deal. We got to the front, got out of the car, stepped forward. Some of the other car, some of the other officers recognized us right away. Lifted the tape, let us pass. Walked in, saw one of my old partners crouching down, looking. What do we got? He looked back, grimaced. He was pale. He was flustered. I saw blood everywhere. Dave and Buster's is usually filled, especially in our area, where entertainment was starved. People would come by the dozens and dozens and dozens and usually fill this place to the brim. It was eerily empty except for a few staff that were still there. There was a few officers talking to a bartender sitting 
inside of a center roped off area. Why they had her kind of pinned in that area was a mystery to me. One which I aimed to solve quickly. I looked down at the bodies, well, parts of bodies, shook my head. What the hell happened here? A meat grinder or something? Something. You gotta see the videos. You're not gonna believe it. What aren't I gonna believe? Bodies ripping in halves by themselves. People shooting at things that aren't there. I don't even know where to begin. What are you going on about? You'll see. He went back. And as he did, he was covering up one of the bodies. And for briefest a moment, I was captivated, mesmerized by a bloody cross that was sitting on the victim's chest. It wasn't that the cross was covered in blood or anything. It's just it was by far one of the most intricate and beautiful things I had ever seen as far as the crucifix went. Interesting, I thought to myself again as I stared at the bloody cross. I walked over to the centered area where they had the one woman sitting by herself. She looked shell-shocked. She looked fatigued. She looked angry. Why are you guys not out there trying to find my mom? My mom is in trouble. I walked up. One of the junior detectives was there. I put my shoulder I put my hand on his shoulder. I got this. How far along are you? Oh, I just started talking to her like maybe fifteen minutes ago. Go ahead. You got this. I nodded. I introduced myself. My name is Detective Mills. This right here. Detective Rodriguez. Um, you said something about your mom. Is she a victim here? Yeah. Those guys right over there. She pointed to the bodies on the ground. Came in and started trying to attack her. So you mean to tell me your mother did this? She thought about it for a second. And then nodded. Yeah, but see, here's the weird thing. My mom has been missing for a long, long time. And then she just, out of the blue, shows up. And then they did. And there was some guy, too. And I don't, I just want my mom. I just want her found because I just, I just saw her. All right, calm down. Calm down. Start at the beginning. She did. She started to tell me a story which defied all reason. I decided perhaps the girl had been shocked by the carnage and the violence. I looked at my partner. Go ahead and continue taking her statement. I want to watch this tape. The daughter didn't seem to mind that I had stepped away. I went in the back. There were several officers sitting there obviously watching it over and over and over again. As I had walked in, one of them said, Fuck me! I looked right at the moment when I saw arms being ripped off by something that wasn't there. How is this possible? I said in complete disbelief. I, I, I don't know, man. 
I don't know. Captain know about this yet? No, nobody's woke him up. Figured if somebody was going to piss him off, it'd be you. Great. Thanks. Appreciate that. Well, he is your brother. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's going to be any less pissed. Fuck. Fine. Turned. Pulled out my phone. Called the number and waited. Three rings. A grumpy answer. Yeah, what? Hey, bro. We got some really weird shit going on down here. The guys are freaking out. I hate to wake you. You have to get up. You're going to have to come see this for yourself. Mm. Why? What's going on? I filled him in, expecting him to freak out a little bit. Especially when I started talking about body parts being ripped off in the unseen assailants. My brother was remarkably calm. Really? He said finally. Yeah. Listen, I got a phone number. You need to call it. Okay. What's so important about the phone number? Let's just say somebody owes me a favor. And this is the kind of shit that he deals with. Um, why aren't you calling it then? Because if what you said is true, then I'm going to have to deal with the press and a whole lot of other shit so people don't start freaking out. Got it. Understood. I took the phone number, hung up with my brother, knowing he was already getting up and doing a full sprint, getting ready. He knew this was going to be a fucking shit show and a half. Hell, we all knew. None of us understood what was going on. But we all understood something was really fucked in this situation. I walked back to my partner. Hey, I gotta step outside and make a phone call. You talked to your brother? Yeah. He pissed? Surprisingly, no. Shocked, but not pissed. I looked at the girl. She looked at me. She still seemed a little dazed. Make sure she gets medical. I want to make sure nothing happened to her and... And I leaned in, gave him the eye. He understood. Talk screen. I wanted to know if everything she was saying was on the up and up. I got outside. Called the number. One ring. Pick up. Yes. Yeah, this is um, Detective Mills. Miles. Fuck. Detective Miles, if I could say my own fucking name. I have... Uh, your brother. Yeah. I was waiting for a call. You were? Yeah. I kind of monitor the police radios, and as I was hearing some of the chatter, figured it was only a matter of time till one of you called up. One of who? Doesn't matter. So how many dead? Uh, at least six. Uh-huh. Anything else out of the ordinary? Other than that they were killed by things we can't see? Yeah, okay, listen, I'm going to text you my address, head over this way if you can, otherwise I can meet you somewhere else. Uh, why would I want to go to your place? Because there's shit here I need to show you to make sense of the shit that you can't understand there. Alright, that seems legitimately spooky. Fine, text me your address, I'll head there. Mind if my partner comes along? No, not at all. You vouch for him? Yeah. Is he a rook? No. Yeah, he can come. Fine. Hung up the phone with him. Went back in. Grabbed my partner. Hey, we gotta go. We just fucking got here. 
yeah, there's enough guys here. They don't need all of us. Hand it back over to uh, Lucy. She can handle it. Uh, fine. Went over, grabbed one person, and the other one pointed at the, the girl in the center. They nodded. He handed a sheet of paper over that he was filling out. You know, I was halfway done with that. It doesn't matter. Not all of us have to be. Just, just trust me on this, okay? Whatever. Okay. He got in the car with me. We drove off. As we did, he heard his phone ring. Hello? Hey, honey. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be another late night. I know. Sorry. Part of the job. What? Uh, shit. I don't know. His birthday is coming up. What's... I don't know. It's... Just get some on Amazon. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I gotta go, honey. I'm working. He hung up. What's the problem at home? Oh, nothing. You know, it's uh, Jason's birthday coming up, and, you know, father of the year here. I don't know what the fuck he's into. Pokemon. What? Pokemon. Your boy likes Pokemon. How is it you know more about my kid than I do? Because I'm a good fucking detective, and you're a shit detective. Ah, fuck off. We drove again. We got to the spot. Got out. He looked at me. We going in hot? No, this is friendly. Okay. This place is... Yeah, I know. We were outside of what looked on the outside to be a deserted warehouse. We weren't in a good area, but we weren't in the area where either one of us was nervous about our well-being. It was more inclined to get something like tetanus or step on a broken bottle than deal with anything that would be dangerous, but it was a rundown part of town, older part of town. Went to the front door of the warehouse, banged on it three times. Door clicked. Okay, that's weird. There was a grill. Doors open, come on in. Wow. Okie dokie. I opened the door, let it swing in, looked in. It was dimly lit, not by any lights in any of the other areas, but way in the back, there was a bright light, just bright enough to cast enough light for us to see the inside. There's a bunch of old cars, looked like some kind of a auto repair shop. There were some cars up on, up on stands. Some had engines hanging on cranes waiting to be restored and some such we walked in closed the door behind us you ever notice my partner began how in the movies fuckers always leave the doors open when they walk in I nodded yeah it's one of my pet peeves really bugs me I mean what the fuck were they all like born in barns or did they fuck up their lines so many times that they have to leave the door open so they can walk right back out and say start over and come in with their lines again? I don't know. My partner would often ask silly, nonsensical questions when he would get nervous. I didn't blame him. There was something about this place. Even though it didn't look odd or out of place or anything else, there was a vibe. There was something intangible that just felt scary. There was a heavy sense of oppression 
and maybe even a touch of sadness. It was uncomfortable, to say the least. As we walked forward, my partner stopped me dead, pointed at a table. What the little fuck is that? I looked at it. There were five or six rainbow flamingos sitting there. I don't know, lawn decorations of some sort? Yeah, but look at them. I did. They weren't just rainbow. They were somewhat prismatic. They shimmered in the dull light. Some aspects of it glowed and then would shift. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. Suddenly, a very small man, very small man, walked out with a low, gruffy voice. Yeah, it's one of the things that I do on a part-time. Helps to pay the bills. I'm an artist, you see. I nodded. Kind of a odd place you got here. Yeah, fix cars, restore them. I kind of upcycle a lot of different things. Helps with the art. I see. Anyway, uh, my brother said you'd be able to help. That you owed him a favor of some sort? Yeah. Here, follow me back here. We did. As we got in the back, there was a woman tied down. Well, tied down would be an understatement. She was shackled. Chains, both legs, chains around her wrist, wrapped up tightly with some kind of a silver rope. What the fuck? My gun was out. My partner's also. What the hell's going on here? The woman pleaded with us with her eyes. Help me. Help me. He's doing horrible things to me. He chuckled. Listen, I don't expect you guys to understand what's going on here yet, but I do plan on explaining it. This one here is playing the whole dumb blonde thing. Trust me, she doesn't have the blonde affliction thing, but she is afflicted with something. Help me, please. Listen, I don't give a fuck what's going on here. This is is not what you think it is. He had a vial of water in one hand. He threw it, tossed it on her. She screamed out as the liquid came in contact, and for a second we thought it was acid, as the areas it touched suddenly bubbled. He goes, wait, just wait, don't shoot me just yet. My partner screamed out, what the fuck, dude, what the fuck? He goes, wait for it. We did. Suddenly there was another shifting of the air. There was a electrical discharge of some sort in the beautiful blonde that looked like she had been bound and scuffed up and hurt suddenly had transformed. She was larger than we thought she was. She was covered with all sorts of swollen lesions and she had really odd marks on her body. They were deeper than stretch marks, more pronounced, but they all had some kind of a pattern to them. Some ran up along her arms, some down her neck and in her eyes blackest of black no pupils to see just black orbs staring at us and fangs are you fucking serious my partner began I tried to analyze and see and think what was going on and my brain suddenly refused to follow orders and comprehend the most basic of things in fact I was distracted instead of 
the creature in front of me had noticed there was a smell, a distinct, strong smell of coffee in the air. Y you got coffee? Small man nodded, laughed at me. Yeah, to your left. Fresh brewed pot sitting there. Death wish coffee. Can I have some? Knock yourself out. That is not going to get away, right? Nope. She secured. I holstered my sidearm. Grabbed a cup. Is it clean? Clean enough. I poured a cup of coffee. Took a couple of sips. It wasn't piping hot, but it was still warm. I gave myself the time as I drank the coffee to think and process. I took out my cell phone, lit, raised it up, started to film the woman. She screamed at me, cursed at me, spoke in odd languages and dialects I'd never heard before. And then I hit stop on my recording. What the fuck are you doing, partner? Watch. I hit play. The only thing we could see is the chair and the chains and the, the binding that had wrapped around her chest. Dawning and understanding. Understanding dawned on my partner and he looked and nodded. Fuck me. Yeah. The small man smiled. Oh, clever, clever girl. So you're already figuring shit out. Yeah. My question is, who are the guys that are dead? Eh, my guess is there's some hunters. There's two groups, really. You got kind of freelancers like me, and then you've got a more structured group. Um, I forget their name, Dawn Brotherhood, Brotherhood of the Dawn, some shit like that. They, uh, they go back, back to the Crusaders and stuff. Uh, they've been hunting these fucking things forever. What are they? Oh, these things? Uh, well, you know, some people call them vampires. Uh, these fuckers like to call themselves the Nightborn. I don't know why, but, you know, anyway, they're just blood-sucking fucking horrible pieces of shit that, you know, it's my life work to hunt them down and kill as many of these fuckers as possible. My partner nodded. Is there something special you gotta use to to fucking kill him? I mean, I noticed that. He pointed at the silverish color binding that wrapped around her chest as well as the chains. They also were a little shinier than your average chains. I'm assuming those are some kind of silver or something? The small man nodded. Very astute. Observation there, officer. Yes. Detective. Detective, officer, same shit. Yes, you're right. There is uh, some silver in that, but there's also some other materials added in there uh, to help with the strength and things like that. But yeah, silver and iron typically are used in uh, weakening them and things of that nature. So like silver bullets? No, no, that's for like werewolves and stuff, but silver hurts them, but not enough to kill them. To kill them requires quite a bit of effort and quite a bit of work. To really put them down. Okay. Um, so uh, let me let me wrap my head around this. I could see my partner was struggling. I could see in his mind he was 
free-falling, and there was panic in his eyes, much the same as I would imagine somebody who had jumped out of a plane and found out they had a holy parachute and it wasn't going to open. That was to look in my partner's eyes. I imagined mine were somewhat similar. Uh, so, don't take this the wrong way, but you're like a midget vampire hunter and you hunt these things. Technically, I'm not a midget. Yes, I am very short. I understand that. But my size has served as an advantage on quite a few occasions. There were a couple of times where if I weren't the stature that I am now, I would have got caught. And we wouldn't be having this conversation. Okay. Okay. But, but, but still, you hunt these things and you make fucking lawn art. Yeah. You don't have any hobbies? Which is the hobby? The killing or the flamingos? The flamingos, obviously. How are you so fucking calm with this? He said to me. I'm not. I'm processing. Okay, you're processing. So, what the fuck? Do you think, uh, you think the guys back at the scene have already processed some of the paperwork? Filed some of it digitally? Probably. Get the notes from the interview from the girl earlier. Why? She said one of the things that had done this was her mom, and her mom had been missing for a while. Let's see if we could find out some names. Maybe that might help us figure some things out. He nodded. Okay, yeah, give me, give me a minute, give me a minute. He turned, pulled his phone out, started doing something with it. I didn't pay attention. Instead, I looked at the small man. I looked at him, looked at him. I noted he had several scars, some of them really nasty scars. One in particular ran along his face, almost as if somebody had tried, perhaps unsuccessfully, to peel his face off by cutting along the sides of his cheek, down around his chin, under his neck, and back up along the other side. He saw me examining it, and he nodded. Yeah, they're very clever in their torture techniques. One thought it would be funny is if he cut my face off and tried to peel the skin off and wear it as he sucked me dry. Thankfully, I had a trick or two up my sleeves before he got that far, but he did hurt me. How long have you been doing this? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I've been doing this for at least, what, 200 years? I stared at him. What? That's not possible. Oh, well, there's a lot of things that you don't understand, but no, it's actually very possible. It's There's a lot of things that I'm afraid you're going to be exposed to that doesn't make a lot of sense, but sorry. So why are you sorry? Well, there's... Thinking things exist, and then there's knowing things exist. And sometimes when you know things, well, the world at that point likes to fuck with you. And you're about to get fucked with pretty hard. And my brother knows all of this? Yeah, he does. How does he know? 
he saved my bacon once. He wasn't, he was in a right place at the wrong time, but he uh, saved my bacon. And ever since then, I've owed him a favor. So now he's calling it in. Obviously, sharing my information with you and everything else is going to be a little bit difficult because um, we really try to keep the normals out of this business. And what business is this? Oh, I don't know, the supernatural, esoteric, crazy, fucking monster world? You guys are only supposed to be taking care of the human beings. A handful of us and some of the other magical things take care of everything else. The Nightborn, for the most part, they're bloodsuckers, but there's kind of rules in what they can and can't do. There's there's kind of a hierarchy. There's rules that have to be followed. And whenever these fuckers step out of line and make themselves known, then people like me can go hunt them down, bring them in for a bounty, and, you know, that's that. Now, if they're being good and they're not raising awareness about their activities or anything else, then I usually just leave them alone. If I don't know about them, I don't have to do anything about them. But this group in particular here, I don't know. They seem to have stepped way out of bounds. Taking out a Dave and Busters or making themselves aware inside of a Dave and Busters, you know, that's, uh, that's a bad deal. The girl said they attacked her mom her mom was just there talking to her and they came in and attacked well that's the only way that's possible is if the mom had been engaged in some bad activity and there was a bounty on her because you can't just go and kill anything you want otherwise shit like this happens okay but that's what the girl said and I gotta tell you I've been interviewing people forever and a day and she came across pretty honest yeah maybe enough that you know we'll we'll have to investigate it and look into it but uh, well I suppose there is one thing we can do and since you're now part of this I guess it really doesn't matter okay what's that alright so you're saying it's to Dave and Busters right the, the only one in town. Yeah. Okay, because there's another one two towns over. And I just want to make sure. I know you guys, jurisdiction, all the other shit. I just want to double check before I do this. Yes. It's the one right down on Main Street. Okay. All right, Dono, don't freak out. This is going to be a little weird. But this will give us the answers to the question. Okay? Okay, fine. All right. Here we go. He went into his jacket. He pulled out a little bag. It almost looked like a baggie of weed. But then I noted that when it opened, it wasn't the telltale signs of marijuana or anything else. It actually was sweet. Almost cinnamony. Huh. What's that? Oh, you're going to hate this shit. But we're going to have to figure it out. Alright, go over there. Over on that wall underneath the uh, longhorn there is another bag it's got a red material on it I looked over I saw what he was referencing why the fuck do you have a bulls it doesn't matter can you just get it for me yeah whatever I got it came back with the baggie handed it to him now 
do you have high blood pressure, any medical conditions or anything that I should be aware of? I mean, how healthy are you? As far as I know, I'm pretty fucking healthy. Okay, good. Uh, did you have a healthy meal earlier? No. What about your partner? I don't know what he did. We. No, I don't think so. Okay, call him back over here. Yo, Rodriguez. Yeah, come here. He hung up his phone, came back over. Yeah, they're going to go ahead and send me the report. Got a PDF coming in about five minutes. All right. Homeboy here has got something for us. Um, what do you mean he has something for us? He was watching as the powders were being mixed together. It's going to be something to help us see what's going on. Oh, okay. As the man mixed it together, I wondered, what were we getting ourselves into? I paused for a second. Hey, partner, you got anything you never told me about? High blood pressure, any medical conditions? Uh, well, I mean, blood pressure is a little bit high. Nothing major. I mean, I've been told to watch what the fuck I'm eating or anything, but I'm not on meds or anything like that. I looked at the small man who nodded. That's fine. As long as he's not on medication, we should be okay. Any other medications that I should be aware of? He's all, nope, I'm fine. Why? Small man hushed us. Come closer. Now, this is going to be really, really odd. But I need you guys to take a deep breath, hold it in, and count to five. Whatever you do, don't hold it in for longer than five. I will count it out by my heads. One, two, three, four, five. Exhale. What if we exhale early? That's fine. Just don't hold it. Okay. He threw up a cloud. We all inhaled. Regretted it immediately. It felt like acid tearing through our nostrils. My eyes felt like shards of glass were being poured into them liquid glass it was the weirdest most painful sensation ever i almost exhaled immediately but i remembered i held it i could see his shape moving and then i thought fuck did i miss one already shit i don't know how many times has he done then i exhaled and then a world started to spin like crazy yeah, you're good. Just ride it out. Just ride it out. You're fine. You're fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. Relax. Relax. I did everything he told me to do. I was alone. Suddenly there was this whooshing sensation. And I saw myself in the Dave and Busters. But it was alive and well. Everything was popping. I could feel the music. I could see the colors. The colors felt like solid objects bouncing around the room. I saw the girl, the one who I spoke to earlier. She was in the middle, tending drinks, enjoying herself. All of a sudden, I saw her look up. She had a shocked expression on her face. I looked back. I saw a woman standing there. She looked torn. She looked sad. She walked forward. They began talking. Alright, we already know where this is going. Now that you've seen the woman, focus on her. Go back further on her. 
How? Just focus on the woman. I'll do the driving. Fine. I looked at the woman. Suddenly I saw her outside. Then I saw her on some kind of a bike. Then I saw her in a tube. Breaking out of a tube. Wait. What? She broke out of a tube. There were all kinds of things hanging out of her body. When she realized she was naked, she seemed ashamed. She covered herself, even though no one was in the room. What the fuck is this? That is fucking interesting, the man said. She walked outside. As she did, she had found a guard. Killed him. Before that, she had broken a door in a way I didn't imagine would be possible. He was jumping back and forth. What are you doing? I'm trying to drive. You keep trying to go forward. I'm trying to go back further. Why? I need to see how far, how long she was in that fucking tube. Okay. Again, it went backwards. 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 She came out of the tube. She was standing there. They were injecting her. She seemed really out of it. It went back further back even further then she was freshly walked into the room disrobed got into the chamber as they inserted metal rods into her body what the fuck are they doing he wondered he looked at the man with a cruel face deep lines the man was saying something to the woman fuck I can't get audio I could kind of read lips. He's, he said something happier with us. This will, I hope, work. I think that's what he said. Ah, that's a good skill set. Yeah. I didn't say how I came about reading lips, but I left it at that. The image started to shimmer and disappear. Well, fuck me, the man said. What? I think we have ourselves a little bit of an interesting hiccup here. Because we went and looked at years of data on that woman. She didn't do shit to break any of the rules. So why those hunters were trying to attack her? Huh. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. I wonder. You wonder what? I wonder if those hunters sacrificed themselves. Why would they do that? Maybe so that they can get a mole planted inside of a nest. I looked at him. A mole in a nest? Yeah. You need to call your brother. You need to tell him. Shit is going to be a lot worse before it gets better if I'm right. I looked at my partner. My partner looked at me. And we said, fuck. Alright. So I'm going to end it there. So I think uh, what that is, is that's almost like a, a second chapter to um, Found and Lost Again. So if you guys remember that story, uh, we did it from the mom and the mom, uh, Jackie's point of view, as a uh, or, I'm sorry, Samantha's point of view, as she saw her daughter, uh, Jackie. And that scene opened up with her 
going to a Dave and Buster's and uh, dealing with some shit there, and then she had to flee. So now we got some new characters, uh, Detective Miles and Detective Rodriguez, and a mysterious vampire hunter who's not quite a midget, but he's pretty goddamn short. So, keywords that were used, Pokemon, Midget Vampire Hunter, Rainbow Flamingo, Silver Bullet, Blonde Affliction, Holy Parachute, Longhorn, Swollen Lesions, Death Wish Coffee, and Bloody Cross. So we got all the words in there, and uh, that was um, kind of a cool secondary chapter to um you know one of our earlier real-time story times so you know and we now see more definitively something is not right with samantha she's not a natural nightborn so what's going on here mm, i don't know <laughs> i really don't <laughs> but uh yeah, so a little, little bit rough. Some of, the, some of the stuff was a little rough trying to get um, some of the terminology and police stuff and procedures. I'm sure I butchered a lot of that. But, you know, it was enough to kind of keep the story going um, and kind of tip our toes in the fact that the world is not what it appears to be. And, you know, we've seen this type of scenario in other stories where there is two worlds there's the supernatural world and then there's you know the mundane regular world that you and i live in so anyway <laughs> brock i hate cliffhangers well it's actually not really a cliffhanger it's kind of like the end of a chapter right so um i mean each of these stories actually kind of ends just like a chapter really that can be expanded on later in fact um the next, the next one to have some kind of a sequel is going to be Harry Situation, which is going to lend itself to Harrier Situation, um, which will end up having its own story. But what's cool about this one is the next story that I'm slotted to do a um, novella for is Found and Lost Again. So, you know... By us getting into this part and this and the, the previous part will actually give me more to work with. Whereas with Harry's situation, I got to the part where we left off and then I just did a whole rest of it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, cliffhangers and chapter hangers um, are like super duper important, especially when we get to like books and TV shows and things like that, because that's what gets people coming back for more so anyway i know i'm i'm impatient too sometimes the things happen i'm like oh what happens next i want to know i fucking want to know and that's why i get stuck reading when i'm reading it's like i'll just read one more chapter i'll just read one more chapter and then i end up reading like five or six more chapters before i'm like fuck if i don't go to sleep now i'm gonna be really fucked up tomorrow (laughs) all right guys so that is um that's how that one's gonna end for now uh we only have Let's see here. How many more episodes do we have before the end of the year? We got two more, it looks like. We have the 22nd and the 29th. So we have two more real-time story times left this season. So season one of real-time story time was really fun. Uh, We actually had quite a few stories that were really, really good. Uh, And I had hoped by by the time I got here that I would have had uh, three novellas done. But I only ended up with the uh, Harry situation so going into next year 
Um, I'm hoping next year to have have about four uh, of the real time story times in print. So obviously, I'm almost like 99% sure. Um, Found and Lost Again is definitely going to be one of them. Um, there were four or five other ones that are actually being combined into a different full-fledged trilogy series for, um, what is it, Mac Has a Bad Day? So, Mac Has a Bad Day, and then it's going to be, um, or is it Mac Has Big Problems or Mac Has Problems? Mac Has More Problems. Uh, Mac is back, things like that. So those are going to be fun. Those are going to be fun um, into a full story. But that's going to pull in like, um, what was it? The um, the stories. Yeah, I can tell you which ones are coming next year. So the the one with Mackie, for example, is going to have something wicked mixed in there. It's going to have um, the uh, uh, where was it at? Spooktime Investigators is having one. Um, let's see here. The uh, where is it at? Um, it was the one that had um, the Dark Rider. That guy's going to be in it. Um, the other story that's good. Oh, uh, Payback to the Bitch, the Cyber Wars one. That story is getting mixed in with it. Um, one of the other stories that's actually going to have a novella is Mommy Died, But She's Not Dead Dead. And Harry Situation, Found and Lost Again, uh, Spook Investigators, and... I've been playing with actually doing a revision on the Bronx Killer in the Woods just because um, that story has some really fun uh, horror elements in it. So, you know, those are some things that we're going to be seeing going into next year. We're going to be actually doing uh, a lot more of the writing stuff. And then, of course, you know, this, this show right here is just going to keep going uh, as long as possible. So... Anyway, that is it, guys. I appreciate you coming in and helping me out. Uh, Christmas episode next week, I think. You know, it could be. It could end up being a Krampus story. It could end up being, um, I don't know. It just really depends on the keywords. When you guys have certain types of keywords, then I have to go a certain way. If you have other more ambiguous types of keywords that have... Uh, you know, good meat to put on, then I can actually grab something and actually do it uh kind of like the easter story the easter story was great was great um is there going to be a sequel to the free free story from two weeks ago the free story from two weeks ago i don't i don't know i there could be sequels to quite a few things i don't know what we're going to do yet or not all right lyra you have a great night thank you uh and that's going to be it guys as we come up on the thing here, I'll go ahead and do the outro. But again, guys, I really, really, really appreciate you guys uh, contributing and helping out the stories. And I will see you guys next week. So be safe and uh, 
keep your calm because there's a lot of people stressed out with the holiday shopping, so be good. All right. Stop.